Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse, and with me today is Daniel Na! Yes, Master. <laughs> uh, yay. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't tell, as I said, I think once last week, this is Master Week, where we talk about the masters of... I think they're all villains also, because I think only <laughs> villains will call themselves <laughs> masters. You heard it here first. You can only dom if you're evil. <laughs> only. Doms are evil. Subs are, you know, also complicit in evil, so they're also evil. BDSM is evil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And uh, stay tuned to find out if I do a sub week in, like, a, several months from now. Maybe next year. So, today, we're gonna just start out with something simple, you know, don't want to get too far into the master thing sure. before, and we're gonna be talking about master. Just master. Just master. Now, is that master like the Doctor Who character? I mean, I don't know. What do you is think the Doctor is? is the Doctor Who universe within the Marvel universe? I, I guess th- technically. Te- I think there were some Doctor Who Marvel, oh, no. Marvel books. Oh, that sounds awful. But, I don't but, like that at all. But unlike Godzilla, it was not tied into the Marvel Universe. Okay. Yeah. So, what do you think Master is? What, what's his deal? What do you think he looks like? You say Master, and I, and then I think Marvel. And I kind of think of like a Taskmaster-esque character, but uh, it could really... It's really anything. He, he could be Master of, of Finance, could be a Master of Martial Arts... Could be a master of Fushigi, the art of mystery contact juggling. Yeah. I mean, t- to be fair, Fushigi, evil thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone I know who can Fushigi <laughs> are, um, are Our evil. masters? Our, our doms? <laughs> I don't know. They're all evil. Sure. All of them. And they, they, also, they also do master stuff as well. But, like, the gross kind. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you think? What do you think his costume is? Uh, it's probably something like real upsetting to look at. I'm probably feeling like very tight spandex and a bad color combination. You know, very tight spandex. Okay, color combination. Okay. Let's see. Okay, yeah, that's a pretty classic color con. That helmet, though. Whoa, golly! Yeah, yeah. What's what's he look like? It's a little Judge Dread. Yeah, it's uh, very Judge Dread. Yeah. Is this a Judge Dredd character? No, that's oh. a completely different thing. And owned Oops. by DC now. <laughs> well, that's par for the course, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's it's kind of a it's kind of like a Judge Dredd com- uh, helmet inside of like a Juggernaut helmet with a Magneto cape. It's a lot going on. Yeah, and and the thing also thing I like honestly, you take away the um, take away the extra like metal bit. Like, yeah. I think it'd be a pretty good costume. Yeah, I agree. You know, like, keep the cape. The cape yeah. actually looks good. Like, most of the time, the cape seems superfluous. But this yeah, time, that, the cape seems pretty good. Yeah, that big metal collar thing is really not doing it. And ironic that the Master would be wearing a collar. You know what it actually kind of reminds me of? Have you watched any My Hero Academia? Yes. It kind of reminds me of a costume that would be on there. I could kind of see it, yeah. Like... I mean, they tend to not have capes, but, like, 
Just the yeah. metal bits and everything makes mm-hmm. sense. But if you want to see that, you can go to the HodgePodge Facebook group, HodgePod Facebook group, and the Twitter that I forgot the handle of. That's <laughs> I think it's ABC Flight. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna confirm that. No, it's Alphabet Flight. What? Oh. By the way, I'm not the one doing the social media, so you can probably tell. <laughs> no, it's Alphabet at Alphabet Flight. You can see the picture there. So, um, so do you want to know what his real name is? I would love to know his real name. Unrevealed. No one knows it. Okay. Also, his name changed from Master to Master of the World, which does not sound as great. And he does have a name. It's Issue. 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 As an E. You. Hmm. Yeah. Um, his occupation is would-be conqueror. <laughs> Not even a conqueror. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's Ooh, uh, dunk. Really kind of limiting yourself there when sh- with job titles. Yeah, his place of birth is somewhere in northern Asia. Great. Yeah. Yeah. His marital status. You want to have a guess? Is he single? Unknown. He could have oh, multiple families. Could, we wow. don't know. He could he could be like the mandrel and be grossly illegally polyamorous. <laughs> <laughs> and and by the way, poly- polyamory, I'm okay with. Not the way mandrel does it. Mandrel sucks. I hate mandrel. Everyone who thought of it is bad, and they they're bad people. Okay. Um, and his first appearance was in. A book that I clearly love a lot because I named it after the, the podcast oh. on pun off of this, even though I find it extremely boring. It was just a great pun. <laughs> Alpha Flight, issue number two. Wow, number two, getting in there early. Yeah, Shadows of the Past in September 1983. Um, the, uh, the synopsis is... Quick synopsis is, Amphibious Alpha Flight member Marina has gone feral and is lashing out at the rest of the team. What is causing her unexpected behavior? Is it the master? I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) So, so do you want some story time? You probably want to get some blankets because this is going to be a ride. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Hang on. Let me hang on. Okay, he's literally getting a blanket. Oh, it looks like a quilt, too. Looks real Ugh. comfy. Alright, I got looks, my blanket. looks like a quilt. It's like, quilt-like. Quilt-like? Well, like, I like those blankets. They, they're like, they maintain the cool while also being warm at the same time. Buckle in, kids. Have your sippy cups and everything, because we have a story for you. 40,000 years ago, during Earth's Ice Age, an Asian tribe was migrating south in search of warmer climate. One of the tribe members, a skilled fighter, continually demanded more food and clothing and women for himself. I mean, I I guess that's a thing cavemen would do. Even though cavemen were more likely uh, matriarchal than anything. Yeah, Yeah, from what I've read, they were uh, very communal and matriarchal. Yeah, it turns out whenever you introduce the uh, the concept of property, men just become the worst thing to ever exist. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. 
Yeah, whatever. We already talked. We already had a whole Fortnite of men, and it was actually very disappointing at how disappointed I was at most of them. And he demanded all those at the expense of his other tribe members. Finally, the tribe wary of his behavior drove him out. The exile nearly died, having to live alone in the harsh, frigid environment. But nevertheless, he survived and journeyed south. He was the first Redditor. <laughs> uh, he was going his own way, if you know what I'm saying. Do you, uh, do you think the master is an incel? I mean, maybe. Marital we'll status out. unknown, so. Maybe I'm just he is. Saying. Maybe. Well, his marital status is actually man going his own way, but you know they didn't have a <laughs> they didn't have a way for that yet. <laughs> way to say that yet. <clears throat> One day he fell under a hypnotic command to journey further north. He did until he uh, came to the source of the hypnotic command, an immense starship. This. Uh, this was a colonization ship of the alien Podex. The Podex methods of conquest was to send a colonization starship which contained no adult Podexes but held millions of Podex eggs to a world whose dormant, uh, whose dormant dominant life form was in the early stages of cultural development. <coughs> The starship would land in an area of the planet, which its computers judged to be the most inhospitable to its native fauna, and would rebuild itself into a massive complex, then broadcast a hypnotic signal to cause representatives of Earth's native life to come to the ship. The most intelligent creatures to survive the journey would be the representatives of the Earth's dominant life form, and then the Starship would, you know, capture and dissect and imprint its genetic pattern on uh, to millions of Podexx. Now, I have several issues with this plan these aliens have. Name five of them. <laughs> All right. The first one being that uh, a, a dominant life form doesn't necessarily mean sentient or human life. I mean, the dinosaurs were the dominant life form on Earth for a very long time, and before them, probably, like, some amoebas or some shit, so... I mean, if you're going by, like, pure number and survivability, ants would probably be the dominant ants, life Ants, maybe, yeah. I mean, many strains of bacteria are very dominant in their little spheres, I'm sure. Would we have um, little alien bacteria if a bacteria decided to come to them? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, so that's, that's the first issue I have. Okay. The second issue I have is that so they've sent out this hypnotic lure to bring in whatever, and then they're going to take the the smartest who made it. Um, so like they've sat down in this ice place and they sent out the signal. What if like a penguin who is suitably adapted to cold climates shows up because it lives there? Also, what? how how does something that makes it to them like prove that that makes them intelligent? First off, you're dumb, because <laughs> you would never make it there. And if a penguin made it, of course it's smart, because it decided to live in the environment it was okay with. <laughs> that's pretty smart. It's Suppose not like, that's true. And, uh, and we'd have little penguin aliens that would waddle around and dominate the Earth. 
which would be adorable. That would be adorable. Oh, I want penguins to dominate the earth. I'd be chill with that. Or pandas. Pandas would be great, too. Oh, and I was thinking of little alien pandas that wanted to destroy the earth. See, now I'm just, now I'm just, oh my god, what if it was a kitty? Oh, that'd be very good. They already, they already self-domesticated. Cats are very smart. They self-domesticated and selectively bred to be the cutest they could possibly be. While also still being like apex predators, ounce per ounce, one of the deadliest creatures or predators in the world. So, good deal, yeah. Oh my god, that would be so cute and great at the same time. Just a fluffy, can you imagine just a, a legion of fluffy cats with alien DNA just being like, meow, pet me and feed me, and also I'm going to dominate your world. You know what, that's their right. I support them. You know, I support them too. I, rec- I, I recommend that for the Podexes. And then the ship would fire the virtually indestructible uh, eggs on ballistic paths that would send them all over the planet. And then the eggs that hatch uh, would contain a half podex, half member of the dominant native species. So again, they've pulled something that probably lives in a very cold and hospitable climate and said, you can probably survive in other climates and biomes too, right? This is fine. And then just shot them all over the earth that has many different environments. I mean, haven't you seen like any planet in the in the galaxy that's very they're, true <laughs> they, they're all one environment there's only got forest there. planets only ice planets like earth is a, just an anomaly yeah no you got me there that's fair all right I mean, I haven't, you, that haven't you seen mars it's mostly wasteland with with massively different you know areas you know where some have like water and stuff on it fair point i, I retract my complaint okay so they're main but like they they're like half like species yeah. that they get in and then uh podex and then they'd be like uh i'm i'm a fluffy cat but i also want to destroy the earth in this case however one of the ship's drive engines ha- uh exploded causing it to crash on earth uh damage in the crash was uh the starship launched all of its eggs before it de- determined a specimen of the dominant uh, native life form. But the ship still built it into a colonization complex. And uh, sent out the hypnotic signal and captured the exile uh, when he survived. Um, for days, the, ex- the exile's flesh, muscle, and tissue were peeled away from his bones and pulverized uh, away. A pulverized uh, as the complex studied him, the pain was so great that the still-living exile went insane. Only his brain was kept alive by the ship, which was incorporating it into its computer matrix. Neat. Neat. Great. Wonderful. Over the next 30,000 years, a strong-willed exile overcame his insanity and took mental dominance over the ship's entire computer system. He was able to command the ship to build him a new perfect human body for himself. His Sounds li- like something an incel would do. Yeah, and then he told, and then he told the, that woman that she is just using her gender for to to make men look bad. And then everyone clapped and gave him high fives as he ran around the room. And that man was Albert Einstein. Yep. 
Bet you didn't know Albert Einstein was in cell, did you? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he, he uh, his link with the Starship computers made him aware of everything that happened on Earth and gave him all of the Earth's knowledge. Sure. Including, including knowledge of how to draw some real primo Waluigi hentai. <laughs> <laughs> and then it also gave him the knowledge of the Podex. Uh, and after 10,000 years of mastery of the starship and the uh, knowledge it gave him, the former exile was uh, able to embark on his mission of conquest. Um... So you might say that after 10,000 years, he's finally free, and now he's going to conquer the Earth. Yeah. Well, after 30,000 years, he overcame his... So it took him 40,000 years to become free. And master everything. <laughs> so he thought he was worthy of being the master of the world. So he renamed himself the Master. Makes because sense. all that knowledge does, did not come with any creativity. Nope. <laughs> um, but he was still unable to free himself from the ship complex. So, because he became I integrated. So, he was just like, I'm just going to kill the two Podexes that are left. The one that's a girl and the one that's a boy. The girl sure. one is with Alpha Flight. She, oh, okay. She's boring. She swims real fast. And then she marries Namor, but like it's never mentioned anymore after after Alpha Flight was gone. I wonder why. And like the master's just like, yo, I'm gonna torture this lady. Again, sounds like an incel. And then Alpha Flight was just like, yo, stop torturing her. And then the master was just like, no. And then they exploded his ship, and he was free from the ship because it exploded, and he didn't die. And then he just found the other Podex, who instead of was like human, was humanized, was like a full-on monster. Okay. And he was just like, yo, why don't you kill a lot of things? But in Canada, where my enemies are at. <laughs> yeah. And then some other boring stuff, because Alpha Flight is actually a very boring book happened. So, um... People don't know if he's alive or dead. He's probably alive somewhere because he was in more than one issue after afterwards. Yeah. He I was mean, in. He's, he's surfing the web and you know posting all those hot takes on our incel. Yeah, he appeared in eighty issues. Jesus, not a lot, honestly, considering how old Alpha Flight I, is. I guess that's more than I would have put him in. The it seems like the latest thing he was in was actually in a arc of Captain Marvel, um, where she was the head of Alpha Flight when mm. Alpha Flight was in space, acting as like sword people. Sure, yeah. Um, he also showed up in um, Fantastic Four whenever John Byrne was writing Fantastic Four because why not? I mean, I don't know. I don't really care about him. Like he's yeah. kind of kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his deal is that he's got the peak male body and knows everything. That's, I guess, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's the master. Probably to actually more of a uh, uh, someone who protests too much. 
Oh. Type. Like he says, he's a master. It's just like, I'm the master. Oh, gotcha. It's like, gotcha. It's like, of course you're the master, master. I totally believe you. You're totally just not saying that. <laughs> so. Well, you know, he knows about Malcolm Gladwell because he has knowledge of all things. So he's, he knows about putting putting that energy out there. Yeah. Well, so guess how tall he is. Oh, boy. Uh, well, he's got the peak uh, male body. So, like, 6'10". No. 6'4". Oh, I was close. Yeah, you were. And that's estimated. I see. Um, and he's estimated to be two uh, 275. It's unknown if he has eyes. I, <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's unknown what his eye colors are. So, and he has black black hair with white streaks. God, the the like the, 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 the Mary Sueism of this character just keeps building, huh? And he is a peak perfect physical specimen. He doesn't have any known superpowers, but he's virtually immortal. And that's not counted as a superpower. No. I guess. He's also a genius level intellect and uh, is real good at fighting hand to hand. Because he used to be a fighty person 40,000 years ago. And he maintained that knowledge. Is this Batman? <laughs> is the Master Bruce Wayne? Master <laughs> Bruce. Mm, it seems <laughs> to track to me. Hmm. I would say so. Yeah, uh, my thought of him is he's part of Alpha Flight. So boring. That tracks to me. Like, yeah. So like, okay. So Alpha Flight is like a solid six out of ten comic. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it will do if you need to read something, but I'm not. I'm never gonna seek it out. Sure. Yeah. Ever. And if they did have a really great pun for me to go off of for this <laughs> for this podcast. They are they are the Denny's of superhero teams. Exactly. It will do. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm done talking about them. So Great. What, what do you think? What I mean besides that, uh do you have any uh anything you'd like to plug? Sure, yeah. Uh if you remember and liked or are interested in that hit uh 90s children's young adult fiction sci-fi series the animorphs where a bunch of kids turn into animals and go on wacky adventures uh but you hate reading you think reading's for nerds because well, it is go- exactly you can go over to audiomorphs.podbean.com or search audiomorphs on itunes and i'll just read the whole thing to you a few chapters a week uh my name is jesse and if you'd like to you know maybe look at a thing or two that I also do, you can go onto the HodgePod group, which I'll eventually link those whenever I remember to put them in the show notes. Uh, and I have a, a Alpha Flight pod, Alphabet Flight, at Alpha Flight, <clears throat> and at Alpha Flight on um, Twitter, you know, maybe just, you know, hit me up there. Uh but, you know, if you don't want to do my social media stuff, you can just listen to me on uh, Creepy Critters, where one episode, me and Daniel talked about, I think, my favorite cryptid. Sexy Ever. Birdo. Sexy Birdo, yes. Uh, and it's pretty good. So you should listen to Creepy Critters. It's a cryptid podcast. Um, and if you'd like to see my cat, who I would say is cryptid, because he's, like, 
remarkably cute while also having four thumbs. That is yeah. a large number of thumbs. I know, it's extremely large. Uh, you could go to at Marvelous Mooch on Instagram and look at my cat and be like, gosh dang it, look at that cute kitty. And then I'd be like, heck yeah, he's like so heckin' cute. Look at this kitty. Meow. That's him. That's him saying like, yeah, I'm, I'm a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for listening. This has been Alphabet Flight. And may Madcap show you how truly meaningless life is. Good night. Thank you, Master. Thank you.